0: You are listening to another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. My name is Brittany Megan and I will be your host. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey Social Babes, welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited for today's guest. Today I have Lo, who is the founder of Passion and Growth. Passion and Growth is a subscription box and online community that empowers women to connect with themselves emotionally physically and mentally in order to create a self-love mindset. So hey girl, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: It's such an honor. Like I said, I was just talking to Lowe before we started this recording and I said, you know, when I came across Lowe's profile, I was like, there is not a more suitable person. I could think that just fits so perfectly in with empowering other women. And that's what we stand for on the podcast. So, you know, why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself and how you got started with passion and growth?
1: Yeah, so thank you for your sweet words. That's so kind. I'm so glad we connected. Um, like you said, my name is Lo, and I am the founder of Passion Growth. It's a subscription box that I started about, I guess I came up with idea last September, and I actually launched it in January. So just this month, we're celebrating like our six-month half birthday. I called it the six-month anniversary, which is completely made up. But I was like, I feel like my baby's turning half a year. We got to celebrate. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And so I came up with this idea just through my own like personal experiences and struggles, just as a like young woman, kind of growing up in the society that we're in. Um, I know a lot of us are faced with feeling like we have to be perfect or look a certain way or we have to act a certain way. And so I know I personally grew up and had a lot of self-esteem issues. I struggled a lot with self-confidence. I also, when I was a baby, had a tumor on my face. And so it's left pretty significant scarring, which also, I think, compounded a lot of my insecurities and confidence struggles. And as I got older and graduated college and kind of started my life, Um, I really just started to realize I wasn't happy. You know, like I was like a happy person, but I could just tell like, I started struggling a lot with anxiety and just kind of feeling like I needed to fill in the holes and gaps of my life and that there was something missing. And what was missing was the piece that like, I wasn't connecting with myself. I wasn't happy with me. You know, I didn't want to ever like be alone really because quite frankly, I didn't like the person that I was. And so I, you know, at like 29 or 28, I went, I kind of started just leaning into those feelings and being like, okay, like what's going on? Like we've now, you know, you're hitting your late twenties and you know, you've, you had, you had a lot of fun. Like you've done your thing. You've made a lot of like young twenties mistakes. And like, I think it's about time we like grow out of that phase. Like, let's stop, like, you know getting real drunk and just like hanging out and like not knowing <laughs> anything about you, you know? Right. And so <laughs> I kind of went on this journey of figuring out who I was and I started journaling and I started kind of facing a lot of these uncomfortable feelings and emotions that I had been stuffing inside of me for 28 years and just started to more embrace those and feel them and you know, read other um, personal development books and just really try to connect with myself. And it, I mean, it was a process, but after a good like two years of that process, um, I, I really hit a moment where I was like, wow, you know, my life now and today is so much different than it was two years ago. And now like I am happy and I know what I enjoy. I know what I like. I no longer have to fill the gaps of like, you know, being feeling like I can't be by myself because I don't like myself with all these other activities. Like I now can just enjoy my presence. I can speak my opinion. That was something I struggled with a lot. I was a people pleaser. And a lot of the time I think it's because like, I didn't have strong opinions about things also because I didn't know who I was. And so a lot of these things that I, I just hadn't put myself first at all for most of my life, I really started to figure out who's low and what is low like. And so kind of seeing me go through that journey and just realizing, wow, I I went from somebody who had a lot of like negative self-talk and really didn't like myself and someone who constantly like thought I wasn't good enough, thought I wasn't worthy, thought I wasn't pretty enough, thought I was never going to be able to do, you know, other things in my life just because I didn't have what other people had, which you can't see me, but I've air quotes when I'm saying that because like In reality, we all think that we all assume someone else's life is like better than ours. And it's really not true. And so That kind of drove the idea of, well, how can I help other women? I know I can't be the only person that feels like this, who just felt so lost and out of control and just not being able to connect with themselves. I was like, I can't be the only person that felt that way. And so I kind of thought about how could I deliver something that would be like motivating and inspiring and empowering and help women just feel a little bit more connected, remind themselves to put themselves first and not just that, but then have a community of other like-minded women. And so one day I was out at Texas wine country, having some wine, hanging out with my friends. And I had been like thinking for months about what I could do. And finally it just hit me. I was like, huh, I love subscription boxes i like getting like treats every month (laughs) what if i incorporated like a personal development like self-love portion of this combined it with like every month getting a little treat delivered to you and made a subscription box that delivered like self-love inspiring motivating products and that was how my baby was born and so i came home like looked up how do I start a subscription box because <laughs> um I'm a full-time nurse so that's what I do um even even now still and so I don't know how to run a business or I've learned now but I didn't at that moment I did not. I was like well I don't know what to do so let's Google and like I found a course and I figured out how to you know start a business, how to get your name, how to do all those things and started the subscription box company that went live in January and It's been the absolute most incredible journey I've ever been on.
0: That is so amazing (laughs) and such an inspiring story. And I feel like, you know, there was a couple of things that you pointed out and, you know, something I wanted to add on to what you were saying is it's so funny because we're actually the only person that is there with us through our entire life from the moment we're born until the moment we die like that's the only person that's there through our whole journey is ourselves. so you gotta like who you are because that's gonna be a really long lonely journey if you're not able to kind of you know feed yourself with your own company if that makes sense right yeah really so yeah. So I feel like, you know, what you were saying is so true. And a lot of I feel like women, especially men too, but women especially are constantly stuck in comparison mode, mm-hmm. constantly getting those feelings of imposter syndrome, feeling like they're not good enough to do something. So, you know, I love what you were saying. And do you think you've ever, you, do you think there's an age where like you got to find yourself by, or do you think that women even, you know, no matter how old you are, struggle with this?
1: No, I think no matter how old you are, struggle. And I think, um, yeah, especially now after kind of being on this journey and talking to a lot of people and starting this box, like I have subscribers that are all ages and people come to me and they're like, you know, my kids are grown. And I I realize that like, I haven't ever taken that time to take care of me and figure out who I am. And um, a lot of times that's why they subscribe and no I don't think there's a right age or if you're not you know if you don't figure this out by 30 like you're screwed like I don't think that's the case at all and I think everyone kind of comes into this at different times and I even think too that like you can pivot so you know I think people who they've been happy um, prior to now doing you know being I don't know a baker but now they want to do something else you know I think that you can pivot and you might still have to kind of struggle a little bit identifying with, like, who you were and who you want to be, right, Um, so I I think it can relate to so many people, and I do in particular know, especially around my age group, and, you know, like, the 25s to, like, late 30s, um, I know that's just, I only know that just because I connect with a lot of people this age, but it's, that's very common, and it, people go through this, it just totally depends, you know, some people kind of went through it mid-20s, some people are going through it now, later 30s, like we've all kind of just been on this journey, and the one thing I definitely um, know is that you have to be ready to go through it on your own, you know, I, I knew prior to when I really went on my own, let's figure my shit out, like I knew that like <laughs> things weren't great, I knew that there was a lot of loathing there, and there was a lot of unhappiness, and I didn't know how to get out of it, um however had someone come to me and been like okay well let's do this this this, this and this like let's let do it all i would have been like I don't, I don't know about that that sounds a little like i'm not interested so I, I do think that the that you have to kind of be ready and that's something i really try to be cognizant of as i'm doing the box is i really try to have things in there that aren't super um like laborious like i do know that it's going to be hard to give someone something that's like okay now let's do this every day for the next you know six months like okay that might be not the most realistic but i I try to do um like a lot of affirmations like right here on my desk this is one of the prints i put in our last month's box
0: and it says
1: love your body and so i i really try to use a lot of affirmations whether it be a print or jewelry or stickers or stuff like that that is really reminders because I do know that if you have to be ready and willing to go on this journey and if you're not quite there yet that's okay but even just getting reminders once once a month that hey like here's your monthly reminder to take care of yourself and appreciate yourself and love yourself and hopefully eventually it kind of gets on that journey of um okay, like let's think about what it is to put myself first. What does that mean? And, you know, right. I also have a community for other women too. And so it kind of is, I would say, more geared towards the people who are really like kind of new and dipping their toes in what it feels like to put yourself first and really learn to start loving yourself. Um, and so that's really where I try to focus is just small small things um, that I think can turn into big actions if, if you're just like consistent and you're constantly seeing these little reminders everywhere or you're reading a book that's and talking about empowering. Or So that's kind of where I try to um, spread my message is small, consistent reminders that you're a total badass.
0: <laughs> For sure, and I love that girl because honestly, it's those little prompts and you don't realize how the like those little prompts can just like inch you closer to changing your mindset. Like Mm -hmm. for me with my mindset journey, I remember it was something like I started watching like motivational YouTube videos and that's what prompted my journey, right? And that journey is different for everybody. So I love that you really put a combination of different things. That was actually gonna be my next question was what was inside the box, but you've kind of gone through that. And I think it's so cool. Like that print that you just showed me, like that is so beautiful. And it's just those little things, like you said, so do you have a certain, you know, way that you choose the products that you put in the box? Is it something you plan really far and ahead or?
1: So that's been a um, learning journey. <laughs> and so right off the bat, no, I wasn't planning super far in advance because I was first getting started. I didn't really know what to project. I, it was just, it was also new and learning. Now though, I would say I do plan about, like two months in advance. So I have one other person on my team who's absolutely fantastic and I would be so lost without her. But right now today, actually we were planning um, like our October box. So we are planning, um, we do plan a couple months in advance and we really try to focus on um, sourcing products from other like female owned businesses. And so we like to support a lot of other um, small businesses like Etsy shops where we do a lot of like scouring on Instagram trying to find other um, women who are just creating fabulous things like it's actually really incredible um, and, and me and my VA were talking about this today how awesome it is if you just go like searching for women who are creating things and empowering products and inspiring products like how much you can find I mean it's it blows your mind when you really think about it. And so um, that's part of our mission as well is women supporting women. And so we really try to get as many products in our box as we can that are supporting other um, women-owned businesses on all stages, so.
0: I love yeah. that so much. I'm all for like feminism, empowering other women. <laughs> so I love that so much. And with that being said, do you feel like because you have such a strong connection to the mission behind passion and growth, do you feel like that makes it easier to push through the difficult spots in your
1: business? hundred percent. I think this would be so much harder if I wasn't so closely tied to like my why with this business. Um, Cause yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like uh, just like any entrepreneur, there's totally times that suck, and there's times that I'm just in tears, and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like I don't know how to market, or I don't, you know, like I gotta nail down, you know, like all these little things. I gotta figure out all the finances, so, you know. I'm wearing like a hundred different hats, and so there's times where I'm just like, I just feel defeated. But it's in those moments too that I remember, like look at it, look at what you're creating and look at like, I will go back. So I save like emails and messages and stuff that um, people send me. So like in times like that, I can look back at the, be like, this is why I'm doing this. You're doing this because it is impacting people. And I think back to myself too, like if I had had something like this, could that have, you know, changed a part of my journey. And so I definitely absolutely think that me being so closely involved with the mission of this and why I'm doing it absolutely pushes me through when days get really hard and I think you know am I crazy for doing this like starting this launching this business with no knowledge and you know all those kind of get washed away because I also tell myself like it's okay too like everybody started from zero you know everyone started somewhere and this is my somewhere and one day I'm gonna look back and be so proud of like the woman I was that just went out there not knowing anything And have grown it to hopefully, you know, a much larger business and can reach so many more people. But yeah, I thank goodness that it's close to my heart. (laughs) It's my baby. For sure.
0: (laughs) And you can tell, like, sometimes I always, like, whenever I talk to other entrepreneurs, I say, like, you should feel so connected to your business that it's not an option to give up because you know what you're doing and you're so passionate about it. And, you know, just seeing you like, cause I'm able to see your face. The listeners can't, but it literally looks like when you're talking, you want to cry cause you're so passionate about it. And that's something that I think is like so beautiful to see is, you know, being so connected to your purpose and the reason why you're doing something. So it, it's so cool to see girl.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you. It does. Like I have chills, like because it does. yeah, like, me it, too. Like, <laughs> tears in my eye. Like I do. I get so passionate about, it and I just like remember the person that like I was, and I look at the person now, and it's just like it's incredible to know that like we all have that within us, and I just like want to watch the journey of other people like doing their, their amazing things, and it it totally brings chills to my arms and like tears in my eyes, and it's just it's incredible. It's such an incredible journey, and I. I'm so grateful that I stepped out of my comfort zone and if you had told me three years ago you're going to be starting your own business and you know you're going to have 300 subscribers six months in and you're going to be on podcasts and you know I would be like oh <laughs> you got the wrong girl
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard but it's like when you fall into your purpose it's it's crazy how things just all align, right? And the opportunities that present themselves and the people you meet, right? And, you know, I want to get a little personal with you for, for yep. this question. So your partner, how did you meet her? Did you meet her in the mix of finding yourself?
1: I did, actually. Oh, this is a juicy question. Okay, <laughs> I heard a little story. Yes, I did. So I was a travel nurse when we met and i where it was working i took an assignment in san antonio and she was working there as well we were in the er together and so we met we started dating and then i continued traveling and it was very much in the middle of my like kind of finding myself journey and she was you know kind of started to ask well like when do you think you'll come back to san antonio do you want to come back here and take an assignment and i was like no nah, girl like <laughs> I, like, I'm i still kind of like figuring out who I am and I want to keep traveling and like I love our relationship and you know I just I was like I just need a little bit more time and we definitely um, about a year in actually that kind of hit um, us in a place like the long distance I guess kind of got to us and so um, she was definitely I think ready to be in a relationship where someone was a little bit closer and I can completely understand that. And I was still kind of, I was scared to kind of commit because I was in this place where I just didn't really, I wasn't connecting with myself well. I had come out of some kind of rough relationships. I was just, I was scared and I was running. Like I wasn't running in the sense that like, oh, I'm trying to end things, but I certainly wasn't trying to Get closer because I right. the fear in me was not happening. So um, we actually ended up breaking up for a little bit, and it was while we were broken up actually that I kind of really like got myself together because um, that really pushed me actually because I was like, okay, Lo, like what's going on? Like you worked you had a great, you have a great partner here. Like you were extremely happy, but like you were doing everything, but like tying up your running shoes and like sprinting away. So like, right. why can't you allow someone to like love you and appreciate you? And like, why do you, why do you find it hard that someone would want to be with you? Cause that was always my thought too. Like, why does someone so great? Like want to be with me? Like who right. am I? what's the
0: catch? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so I'm like always waiting for like the other shoe to drop. And so That actually is probably what really shoved me into like figuring yourself out. Like what's going on? Like, are you just gonna live your life thinking that like you're not worthy of being in good relationships? You're not worthy of being loved. You're scared to put yourself out there in situations. And so um, I probably spent like four or five months where we were kind of separated and I kind of, I just got myself together and figured out who the heck I was, what I wanted to be, who I wanted to be is like myself. And then after that, we slowly actually kind of got back together. And she kind of went on a similar, like she kind of saw me changing and evolving during that time because we still kept in touch. And she's like, what are you doing? And like, what's going on? Like, you seem like different in like a good way. And I was like, oh, I had some internal demons I had to figure out. And so she similar kind of started looking within and seeing like, well, what can I do? Like, what did I contribute maybe to our relationship? And we've kind of both asked some of those questions, like what are we contributing um, that maybe made our relationship in the way it ended? And so then actually it's um, probably like, yeah, six months later we ended up, okay, like we kind of feel like we're in a better place. Let's try this again. I still traveled for just a, a little bit longer and then actually came to Texas. Um, to Austin where I which is where I currently live and we still did like long distance a little bit from Austin to San Antonio but our relationship just completely changed because I felt more comfortable with myself and I think same for her like we both really spent that time looking within and figuring out um, like I was putting emotions and feelings on her that like I needed to own like this is my situation like I can't be mad at you because i feel not worthy or i'm not confident or you know i can't always be looking to you to give love that i need to be giving to myself right and so our relationship totally changed when we got back together and ever since it's been it's just been totally different It's like we're a different i mean that same love is still there like that has always been there but like the way we interact and just the way we are is a much more like authentic genuine relationship where like we don't put on each other Like things that we should really be getting within and are like don't necessarily argue much like I've just totally changed like a lot of my mentality like a lot of times now if I do get frustrated or irritated it's because instead of maybe saying something immediately I have to stop and be like low, like what what a what's actually making you mad or irritated and b like does it really have anything to do with anything else or is it you feeling some type of way within yourself you know, and so it's a lot, it's, it's a lot of self-reflection all day long, every day, <laughs> but wow,
0: that is so that a long mean. story
1: to answer your question. And I'm so sorry.
0: No, it was so good. I was like, listen, we're all for the juicy stuff. So no, but it's, you know, something it's important because I feel like, you know, personal stories, business stories, it's like, there's always some kind of, you know, evolving we have to do. And some people are able to do that within a relationship, and some people have to take that, that step back and do it on their own, right? And it's different for everybody, and it can cause a lot of stress on partnerships, business relationships, uh, any kind of relationship when you're not confident in yourself and when you have those, like you said, those internal demons that you're kind of battling with, and, and you're throwing that onto someone else, Right. So thank you so much for sharing that story. Because honestly, when I see your Instagram, you know, it seems like, and what's your partner's name?
1: Her name is Rochelle and she goes by Ray.
0: Right. So Ray, she seems so supportive of you and it seems like she's a big part of your mission, right?
1: Yeah, she's, she's absolutely wonderful. And I'm so grateful that she is just such an angel because she helps me out at all crazy times of the night when I'm like, oh, we need to pack up 300 boxes by tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, okay, <laughs> all right, well, let's get to it. Like, I mean, I just drag her into all sorts of stuff and, sh- and she really is just supportive and she's my biggest cheerleader. And like today I had a, you know, kind of a big call with somebody who was wanting to interview me and I was really nervous and like she went actually into the subscriber group that I have, like I have a private community for the women and she just like, you know, told them like, Hey, like Lowe's got a really big day today. Like let's lift her up and like send her positive vibes. And like that, like that meant so much to me. Like it was something just really small, but something that was like, I mean, you know, I messaged her, I was like, that, like, thank you. That was so supportive. And like seeing all those people, like then like flood my messages and just be like, you know, you've got this, like it really like, Oh, say so it gives me chills again. It gave back to me in such a way too like not only do you know have I cr- like helped create this community of amazing people but then those same women are like giving back to me what I like have always hoped to give to them and it, it's just this like crazy like circle of life that it was just it touched my heart so much this morning to be like wow like the in that moment all I could think about was like this is incredible like this is exactly what I'm meant to be doing in my life like this right here is I can't describe that feeling.
0: <laughs> I'm like crying here. I'm holding my tears back because it's, it's such an empowering feeling. Right. And mm-hmm. is there anything that you want to say to Ray on the podcast?
1: <laughs> oh, I, I, oh man, I would be so lost without her. and I'm just so grateful that, you know, she is in my life and supportive. And I think she has grown as like a woman as well. And we, the growth that we've seen each other go through, I think is absolutely amazing. And there's nothing that I would want to do right now. Like it's just perfect. Oh, I will wish her though. Her birthday is in a week. So I will wish her a happy birthday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, Ray. (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) Okay. I got one last question for you, girl. And it's, what is your favorite boss girl quote and why?
1: I have a sticky note that I just pulled off my computer. It says I was born for this. And this quote to me, like no matter what kind of mood or funk or whatever's going on in my life, whenever I see that, it just totally snaps me back to like my reason and my purpose and my why, because it's like, I was born for this. This is why I'm here. You know, I don't have to be good at everything, but the one thing I am really good at is um, empowering other women to believe in themselves and to be confident and to spread my message that like you are good enough just as you are today right now and you don't need to change anything like about you. You know, we just have to learn to believe that we are enough. And like, that's the one thing that I know that I was born to do. And so when I see that quote, I'm like done, I'm back in my space, like let's do this, I'm ready.
0: I love that so much. And it's such an empowering affirmation too. So I love that one so much. Tell us where we can find and follow you on social media. Tell us where we can find the box and anything else we should know.
1: Yes. So I am um, at passion and growth on all platforms. If you search passion and growth, my personal Instagram, where it's a little bit more juicy details is loving life with glow. And then the website again is passionandgrowth.com. And so, and if you sign up for the pop-up, the, um, it will give you 10% off a new subscription. So right
0: there. Thank you so much, Lo. It was such an honor having you on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to be here. And you asked amazing questions and this was absolutely a joy. So thank you.
0: It was my pleasure, guys. Make sure you go ahead and follow Lo. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Until then, stay social. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it to your Instagram stories. And until next time, stay social.